Welcome back to Skin the Surface. My name is Dr. Rena, board certified dermatologist and your host for this week's episode. On this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the serious business of sunscreen. As dermatologists, I get this question all the time. How much sunscreen should I use? There's so many sunscreens out there. What types of sunscreen should I be looking out for? How much should I use? So, I mean, this is comes up quite a bit. Um, and so I really want to go into just everything that you need to know to be comfortable where if you go into a grocery store and you're looking for a sunscreen, that you'll have a better understanding and you'll be able to be equipped with the knowledge that you need so that you can protect your skin. So before we talk about sunscreen, you may be asking, well, why do we even need sunscreen? Well, skin cancer is one of the most common reasons why we, you know, recommend sunscreen as dermatologists, but there are other reasons. You know, sun, sun, the harmful rays, um, the UV rays can be really harmful and can cause loss of collagen, elastin in our skin, cause signs of premature aging, those ugly sunspots that we all dislike. (laughs) Um, But it can also, you know, cause skin cancer. In fact, according to the American Academy of Dermatology, one in five Americans will develop a skin cancer in their lifetime. I mean, this is a crazy number when you think about it. That means that you may have family members, friends, coworkers, your neighbor, someone that you know or have had in, uh, close contact with, most likely has had skin cancer. And even small sun exposure, intermittent sun exposure, and even your childhood or during your early adolescence may actually increase your risk of skin cancer. And I hear this all the time from patients. Um, you know, they may say, you know, I, I had all this damage done when I was younger. Um, I wish I knew better. And so if you are a younger individual and you're listening to this podcast, I encourage you take this time to really take care of your skin. Um, and if you've had a lot of sun exposure in the past, it's not too late. So you can definitely start now, even if you are in your 60s, 70s, 80s, start now and protect your skin. Now, um, I always bring this up to patients, but even one blistering sunburn during your childhood can nearly double your chance of developing a melanoma later in life. And I know this is scary to say, but it's good to know that what your risk is and understand, okay, you know what, this is my risk. I have had some sunburn. I've had a lot of sun exposure in my youth. Now I need to learn how to be as proactive and protect my skin with with a sunscreen. So again, sunscreen is important for skin cancer prevention, but also early signs of skin aging. So when it comes to sunscreens, I like to, to put them in two different category categories. Um, one is physical or mineral versus the chemical sunscreens. So chemical sunscreens contain organic compounds um, such as oxybenzone or avobenzone. And basically what these ingredients do is they absorb UV rays um, as these UV rays um, attempt to enter the skin. Now, physical sunscreens are also known as mineral sunscreens. These contain mineral ingredients. These are titanium dioxide or zinc oxide. And these sit on the skin, the top layer, and scatter and reflect the UV rays. Now, when it comes to um, chemical sunscreens versus 
physical sunscreens, there are a few advantages and some disadvantages to some. So when it comes to the physical sunscreens, Physical sunscreens work typically right away. So they again, they sit on the top of the skin and deflect the UV rays. Versus the chemical sunscreens, which usually take at least 20 minutes to kick in before doing their job. And so oftentimes if you are using a chemical sunscreen, I recommend that you apply it indoors and at least 20 minutes before you go out for your walk going out for a drive, um, you know, going to the grocery store, um, going to the beach, pool, you know, making sure that you time it appropriately versus a physical sunscreen, again, sits on the top layer of the skin. Another advantage to mineral sunscreens is that they're less likely to be pore clogging and irritating um, because they have that those more um, mineral ingredients, like I mentioned, the zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. So if you are one who experiences acne-prone skin, get a lot of breakouts, sensitive skin, allergy-prone skin, I would recommend opting for a mineral sunscreen or a physical sunscreen rather than a chemical sunscreen. Sunscreens containing zinc oxide, um, the mineral sunscreens in general last longer when in direct UV light compared to the chemical sunscreens because some of the chemicals can break down easily versus the zinc oxide or titanium dioxide tend to um, um, withstand that a little bit longer. So um, a question I get quite a bit is, how do I know if my sunscreen is 100% mineral? So sunscreens that are marketed as, quote, mineral, believe it or not, they may also contain some chemical ingredients. And I ran into this myself. And so they're not purely mineral. So the key to a broadband coverage, meaning you cover both the UVA and UVB, which are both harmful for the skin, is to really be a proactive consumer and look for mineral-only sunscreens. So you want to look at the ingredients. So turn the bottle around, look at the ingredients, and make sure it says zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. If it has other ingredients in it, definitely look into that and see, is this a purely mineral or is there other chemical sunscreen, chemical ingredients? Now, chemical sunscreens versus mineral, which is safer? So in general, mineral sunscreen is considered to be, quote, safer and better tolerated compared to chemical sunscreens. Like I mentioned, mineral sunscreens are less likely to cause skin irritation, allergic skin rashes, acne breakouts compared to the chemical sunscreens. Uh, mineral, mineral sunscreens are also favored and really safer to use in children uh, for sun protection, again, as less likely to cause any irritation to the skin. Now, it's been in the news um, over the past few years about the chemical sunscreens. And so recent reports revealed that certain chemical sunscreens may be potentially absorbed into the blood at higher levels than what we previously thought. Um, With that being said, there are no real great studies to date showing that chemical sunscreen absorption has been directly linked to cancer. However, it's just something that I recommend as a consumer to, you know, keep your eye out on it. And I think as we're looking into this more, there's going to be more and more studies in the future looking into the chemicals and chemical sunscreens. Now, um, the amount of 
sunscreen that you should use is really, you know, dependent on where you're using it and your sun exposure. So in general, a rule of thumb is to apply a nickel size amount of sunscreen to your entire face. And this includes your ears, you know, make sure you hit those areas that we all forget. So the ears, the upper lip, the nose, you know, um, above your eyes, those are areas that sometimes we forget. Now, if you're going to the beach or the pool or going out for a long hike, you know, a lot of sun, a, a time period where you're going to have an extensive sun exposure, I recommend applying one shot glass amount of sunscreen to the entire exposed skin. Now, wearing sunscreen during cloudy or overcast days is really just as important, believe it or not, as wearing it on the sunny days. And in general, actually, the sun's rays are strongest typically around 10 to 2. And so it is recommended that you really be diligent during these times. Um, and a helpful tip that I recommend is when your shadow is shorter than you, then you want to seek shade. Now, a question I get asked all the time as a dermatologist is, I'm seeing all these sunscreens that have an SPF 70. Does this mean that... I can apply it and be done for the day. Is it, is it, does it last longer? So SPF, what that really means is sun protective factor. And it's really important to pay close attention to this number because basically this measures how much UV light a sunscreen can filter out. So for example, an SPF of at least 30 is um, the recommended, um, the recommendation that most dermatologists give. An SPF 30 blocks 97% of the sun's UVB rays. Having a higher number does not protect you for longer period of time, but it has slightly more coverage. For example, 98% or a little bit higher, maybe 99%. With that being said, no sunscreen in reality can block 100% of the sun's UVB rays. So again, the general recommendation is an SPF 30. And um, again, reapplication is really important. I've run into this with even family members who purchase a higher number and say, oh, I don't need to reapply. That's not true. Um, A higher number does not mean that you spend additional time outdoors unprotected. So reapplication is essential, especially if you are one of those people who sweats a lot um, or you're going to be in the water, you know, where that sunscreen is going to be coming off pretty easily. You know, you want to make sure you reapply. When with so many, you know, sunscreen brands out there, a question I get asked is where do I even start? You know, what do I look for? The first step is actually the label and making sure that it says broad spectrum, meaning it protects you against both UVA and UVB. Another helpful tip is really just checking the expiration date. So if you're one of those people like myself and have a a bin under your sink, um, bathroom sink with a bunch of sunscreens. Um, you know, I always recommend looking at the expiration date because an expiration date, uh, expired sunscreen is not going to do much for you. So it's not going to protect your skin effectively. Um, if you are one of those individuals that has sensitive or acne prone skin, then again, I recommend getting something that's light, not greasy. Make sure um, it um, says non-comedogenic on it, meaning it won't block your pores. And again, I recommend um, using a mineral sunscreen. 
Um, and you know, with mineral sunscreens, there's so many great products out there. Um, again, I don't work for any of these companies, but I'm going to just, um, have a, a few recommendations for you. So I like the La Roche-Posay Anthelios, the Alta MD UV Clear. I like the Neutrogena Ultra Sheer Dry Touch. So those are a few of my recommendations, but again, um, I do not work for these companies. So it's just some of my recommend, my personal recommendations. One of the things that I want to end on is not necessarily sunscreen, but sun protective clothing. And so a lot of times, you know, we are outdoors, we're sweating, maybe we might have access to sunscreen, you know, wearing sun protective clothing is key. So UV protective clothing contains U- ultraviolet protection factor, UPF, which basically helps to block UVA and UVB rays. Um, there are so many different clothing brands out there that contain a great UPF rating. I recommend Amber Noon, um, where each piece of clothing protects and blocks significant amount of rays and has an impressive UPF rating of 50 plus. So that is my recommendation when it comes to sunscreen and sun protective clothing. I hope you guys all learned a lot. I love talking about sunscreen and anything that has to do with skin, of course, as a dermatologist, but I love to hear your thoughts. So please feel free to send me messages on skinthesurfacepod.com, our Instagram page, and even on Twitter. Stay safe and healthy.